Just Three Guys. My name is AJ, and I'm joined by Thomas and Q, and we are officially in March Madness, and we don't know much, but we have some non-expert analysis that we're going to go over later on in the show. Uh, You probably shouldn't follow it, but we're just going to give you what we think will be our best pick. Uh, But first, NFL Free Agency is upon us, and it's, it's spicy out there. Oh yeah, it's getting juicy. And also, the, that's a nasty word. The to Patriots use. turn the salary cap off. <clears throat> Just absolute no no holds barred. They're they're going after everyone in free agency. So Thomas, tell us tell us about what the Patriots are doing and what you think their philosophy is going into this season. Uh, hey, <laughs> they realized they the offense sucked last year. I mean, there's not really a whole. A lot more to say than that. They upgraded, you know, desperately needed tight ends. They went out and got two of them, the two top tight ends at that. Um, needed a pass rusher. They decided to get Matthew Judon. They addressed another need right there, right off the rip on the first day. Um, wide receivers, they needed They needed a deep threat. They need somebody who can get some kind of separation. They went out there got Nelson Aguilar for that. Uh, Kendrick Bourne from... San Fran, who I don't know too much about, but I watched some film on today, and, you know, he's just, from what I could see, he was a very physical, like, versatile type of wide receiver, which, you know, the Patriots need versatility. They they don't need all these guys to keep playing the slot, so a lot of the stuff that they've been signing, you know, the, oh, they got two more defensive linemen last night, too. I forgot about two two thick boys out there to to stop the run, so... It looks like they're trying to really reload the offense, the whole team in general. <clears throat> so with them, with them reloading, and you know, trying to secure all these weapons, what do you think they're going to do in the draft? Oh man, uh, I think it depends. I think um, if there's a quarterback there, like one of the, you know, the consensus top four quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if somebody's there in a situation where they can trade up to get him, I think the Patriots will actually trade up and draft a quarterback because he'll be in a situation where, especially if it's a project quarterback like a, a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields who, you know, you maybe don't want to throw to the fire right, right away. They're, they're coming what into, about Mac Jones? I don't want Mac Jones. <laughs> I, I have – I have a quarterback uh, every year in the draft that I don't want the Patriots to draft, and Mac Jones is that quarterback this year. I don't. What, what's wrong say, with Mac you, Jones? What do you have against Mac Jones? Uh, I got a very strict policy. Like I don't, I don't trust Alabama quarterbacks for real because I always get nervous on if it's actually the quarterback playing well or if it's like you know a product of having like NFL caliber around you twenty four seven. Like I, I can go I can go out there and throw right. a, a two yard drag route to Devontae Smith and he could take eighty yards for me. So See, I feel like Mac Jones him and Tua were a little different compared to previous Alabama quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, they like you said, they had wide receiver that's wide receiver you. Yeah. But, you know, they were still throwing the ball to him and stuff like that. I think of like um what was dude named Blake Sims? Uh, AJ um, McCarron, dudes like that. Hey, yeah, AJ McCarron, you know stuff like that. They wasn't really they ran more pro style anyway, and they had beast running backs. So 
They ain't really have to worry yeah. about throwing the ball. And so I think now Alabama quarterbacks are more developed. Do I think they're what? Well, to be honest, a quarterback can be nice from anywhere. You I agree. Yeah. Know. To me, the program doesn't matter for quarterbacks. Yeah. It, um, it's it's more a matter of, you know, getting yeah potential. I guess like Josh Allen's a perfect example. You can't teach arm strength, but you can teach somebody to yeah. make a read in the NFL. You know, so sure. yeah. For for that reason, you know, uh, it's nothing personally against Mac Jones. I just don't want the Patriots to draft him. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. So I I I think Patriots will go. Uh, maybe so, line? well, because they don't really need offensive line. Um, I, I think, true. like like I said, I think if one of the top four quarterbacks is there, I think they trade up and take him because he'll go into a situation where he doesn't have to start right away. You know, if Cam Newton plays great for the whole season, he's only on a one-year deal. Your quarterback gets to learn behind a guy who's – been to a Super Bowl one league MVP, you know, and then he can play the second year. But at the same time, say you draft a quarterback in the first round and Cam Newton ends up sucking. He, you could just do what you all the other quarterbacks have happened to him, you know, they take over like week five or six, like right after the bye week or something. Um, That's trading up. If they stay at 15, I think they're going to take some kind of another, like try to find another weapon on offense. Maybe one of the uh, a wide yeah, receiver. I thought they were going to get a receiver. Yeah, you know, like if Devontae yeah. Smith is there, somebody like that. Uh, I seen a couple that have Jalen Waddle slipping, so I think it, it would be something like that. But at the same time, we all know very well the Patriots could trade back. So, uh, yeah, sure, who knows? I I do think free agency has an impact on how knowing the drafts though, because yeah, a lot of the positions I thought they maybe would get or trade up to get kind of got signed so Belichick go ahead yeah I think I, th- I, was, I was just gonna say I think the Patriots free agency signing so far been spot yeah. on like like Thomas said they're getting every position that needed to be filled yeah. including and quality players mm-hmm. they're not just going out there getting no names like they yeah. used to do they're actually getting quality good to great players especially in Matthew Judon that's probably that's a good one. Hunter Henry's probably the best one. Yeah. If he can stay healthy, yes. Yeah, well. But I think it's good that they got Johnny Smith as well, so they don't have to worry about that. Exactly. I think. If he does get hurt. Having them both will kind of. Well, I think having them both will kind of take the uh, the pressure off of each other because, let's be real, uh, New England's going back to a two tight end set. They're going to try to they're gonna try to yeah, replicate yeah. what they did 10 years ago and, and try to dominate the middle of the field because. Cam Newton, where he he always struggles throwing the ball, you know, to the sideline outside the numbers. But his best years came when he had Greg yeah. Olson. And I think New yeah. England realized that, and they're trying to, you know, build an offense for him if he is going to be the guy, or set whoever is the guy up for success. And you know, they st- they still got a lot yeah, of money to play yeah. with too, so. If y'all don't go quarterback, I think Cam Newton's starting. Yeah, yeah, I think they say it's gonna be a quarterback battle, but let's be real. Yeah, yeah, nobody's gonna. If you're going with a quarterback who's already on the roster, they're not gonna beat Cam out. I don't even think if you draft a quarterback, I don't even think 
Cam would get beaten out in camp. You know, I think it would have to be something he plays yeah. bad and and you know they bench him. Um, but I still would like. I really want to see Cam play with a hundred percent understanding of the Patriots. Yeah. Offense. Because we didn't see that last year. I agree, yeah, with the, you know, no preseason, no training camp. Right. You know, he had <laughs> no weapons. I mean. It didn't help. It took him months to get signed. Yeah. I remember it was like midsummer, and I'm like. Yeah, it was. Yo, Cam, Cam Newton's still free agent. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> it was like June or something like that, right? Like camp would have. Yeah. It was yeah, like already when camp would have started, he had got signed. <clears throat> Yeah, I want to say he said it was 96 nights because he was playing off um, Future's 56 nights uh, yeah. tape. So, he was saying that was like his I'm motivation. A, you know, I hope I hope he plays well, not just because I'm a Patriots fan, but I like Cam Newton. You know, if he, if he plays well, that's great. It's entertaining for the league when he plays well. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's another year removed from the shoulder. That's going to be good. He'll got He's got a year in the – in the system now and they decided they're actually going to spend money to get them weapons. So I'm, I'm curious to see what new England does. The one thing about Cam Newton is he likes to, you know, set forth the expectation for himself and talk a big game and everything. But if he can't back it up two years in a row, because he, you know, he's already talking, you know, after he got re-signed, he already, you know, put a Instagram post out there and stuff about how he's back working hard or all that, all that jazz. But if you go out there and you give us the same product that you gave us in the 2020 season, that's not good. So I, I heard um, Shannon Sharp said on Undisputed this morning where he was saying, you know, last year was okay. You know, he had a bad year. He didn't really have any help on offense. This year, the Patriots are getting weapons, you know, and probably going to form to an office that he can do. They said more eyes will be on him this year because, yeah, you know, he has the help now. Yeah, this is his big challenge. This is his chance to, you know, show whether he's still got it or not, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's only on a one-year deal, so yeah. this season could potentially make or break his career as far as being a starting quarterback. Exactly. I, I agree 100% with that. Yeah. Um. And go ahead. while the Patriots – oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you're good, go. All I was going to say is while the Patriots are reassembling an army, um, the Bucks are reloading their same army yeah. to go into the 2021 season. And the best part is the Bucks are actually playing the Patriots in New England this season. So we're going to see Brady, I Gronk, and – Something that we had talked about earlier, Thomas, potentially Julian Edelman. Or J and James White. <laughs> back, and James White back with the Bucks or back with Tom Brady Antonio on the Bucks. Brown. We're potentially going to see all those guys who just were essentially legends for the Patriots for majority of their career go back into in New England and, you know, face Bill Belichick and that newly assembled team that they'll Listen, have. I have a theory on it. Belichick is spending all this money because let's be real. Belichick might lose games, but I think he's going to refuse to be embarrassed by a Tom Brady led team. It, think about it. Honestly, like say, say he loses by, say the Patriots lose by 20 points to Tampa. 
what would that do for for Bill Belichick? That whole they would say I mean, Tom, Brady, look at Tom, Tom Brady was exactly. the exactly. So, and then if you look at who the Patriots have around Belichick, obviously being a defensive minded coach, if there's anybody in the NFL who knows what Tom Brady can do and what his weaknesses are, it's Bill Belichick. He he coached him for every day for twenty years. Mm-hmm. They brought they had Belichick. They brought See, Patricia back as an as an advisor to the defense. The one game that the Lions played the Patriots in, Matt Patricia's defense had Tom Brady looking, you know, like a six round pick. Uh I think I don't think you won't hear them say that they're building for that game, but I think deep down Belichick knows how important that game is. That's true, but you're not gonna like... rebuild your entire team for one game. No, no, I agree, I agree. But if you don't think that that's lingering in the back of his mind on how important that game is to his legacy and how much he had to do with the Patriots dynasty, you, you'd be wrong, I think. It'll be really interesting to see where that game is going to be on the schedule and, you know, if it's actually going to have playoff implications or not. Like, if it's later in the season, I would love that. Uh, because the Patriots are going to be fighting with the Bills for that division. For, we hope. We hope. We hope. Well, you hope. I hope. I don't care. I hope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Q, you were about to say something. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like, you know, um, Tampa Bay, offense, if they keep all these offensive weapons, I don't think, I, I don't think you could, you can try to expose Tom Brady's weaknesses. If he got yeah, it's going to be something you have to get back there fast on him. That yeah. That's literally the only yeah, thing yeah, you can do. Like, yeah. I, so, if he if all these free agent offensive players come back, they, well, they might be doing well, too I'll say, dirty. Yeah. Let, let's, let's see. They, they re-signed everybody. on. They're only missing two people on offense, right? Which would be Antonio Brown and Fournette. I believe, because they they yeah, re-signed I think, Gronk. I don't think Fournette's re-signed yet. They re-signed Gronk. They franchised Godwin. And I think that was really it on offense, right, for them? I mean, if anything, they need to improve, I would have to say, their secondary. I mean, Cause they're, I mean, granted, their defense played great in the playoffs. And, you know, that – TB12 mentality and all of them and everything. But what we saw in the regular season, they were they were not one of the best defenses. But And that's the only thing that I could see the Bucks really trying to improve on. I think the offense is fine. If anything, maybe improve one lineman. But worse had an amazing season. Uh, Ryan Jensen was an underrated offensive lineman there. I forget who else they have online, but... I only saw Brady on his ass so many times. Yeah. Well, see, I think with the defensive backs, I think they was having communication issues in the backfield because obviously they showed in the playoffs like we can actually ball out. I think that will definitely help them with next year. I don't think they should go defensive back. Then you keep that same unit that held, well, that defensive line had a lot lot to do with it, but they held Kansas City to nine points. 
not one touchdown scored. So I I wouldn't break up the band yet. I'll keep that group around. They're young. Like they got a lot to learn still. They got Todd Bowles. Like yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah, touch that yeah. defense. They're gonna I'm be glad they kept everyone. They're gonna be just fine. We might as well go ahead and hand the NFC South champions to them. Well, to piggyback off what Q said, uh, was that gonna be a was that gonna be a a, a debate? Who's gonna yeah, win the NFC no, South? No, I don't think so. But uh, uh, debating against saying, Brady, no. But to piggyback to piggyback off what Q said, you know, the secondary, like you said, could have been communication issues, but a great pass rush makes a secondary look better because we've seen great secondaries get torched when you have to guard guys for, you know, four or five seconds. That's a long time to cover somebody. If yeah. you're constantly getting pressure on a quarterback and your guys only got to cover for maybe one and a half to two seconds because you're getting back there so quick, that's going to make your cornerbacks look a lot better. And, you know, obviously the butts have to know that because they gave Shaq Barrett 72 million to come back. Yeah. Back. Would you say the Bucks have like the best linebacking core in the NFL with Levante David, Devin White, Shaq Barrett? Um I yeah, I, yeah, I, I would look at I would have to you know? I would have to look. They probably have the most cl- complimentary linebackers because they definitely got one of the fastest linebackers. Yeah, I would say Devin White and Levante David play very well off each other. Um, but as a whole, because yeah. I don't even want to count Shaq Barrett as a linebacker, because he lines up more as a as an end anyway, doesn't he? He is, but I think he, yeah, I think yeah, his yeah. actual position is considered He's, outside linebacker. Yeah, so I, I don't really want to consider him a linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Sure, like Khal- Khalil Mack's a. <laughs> a linebacker, but everyone knows he he's, plays he's like not John Yeah, right. so um, I, I would actually same have to the, look. Same I with guess. Watt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I gotta look at it and see. But they're definitely, 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 definitely up there. Um, I used to like San Francisco with Fred Warner and um, they had someone else. Oh, they had Quan. Uh, yeah. Remember, when, Quan Alexander. Remember when they had Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman? Oh my goodness. <laughs> that oh. was ages ago now, but that's crazy. These dudes were nasty. Nasty. Um, Yeah, that was that was the linebacker year right there because he had Bobby Wagner, Malcolm Smith. Yeah. San Francisco boys. Like, that was, um, that was some good years. I, I do want to shout out because one of the most – probably – it was a great signing. Probably go a little underrated because of the positioning would be Joe Tooney going to the Chiefs because – Obviously, the Chiefs realized that they needed to keep Mahomes standing up. They can't let him get hit, you know, 14 times a game. And they went out there and got arguably one of the top offensive linemen in in the NFL for over the last, what, three or four years? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it hurts to see him go, but I'm, I'm happy to see us to see us thick boys out there getting the bag. <laughs> yeah, that, that was definitely a good pickup. Especially with them to uh, release yeah. two, two linemen. So and and you know I'm assuming yeah. the Chiefs really don't need anything offensively. That'll probably they'll probably go you know offensive line in the draft. Well, yeah, I don't really see what else they would really need unless they're they're looking for depth at you know secondary maybe or they really don't need a defensive line. So I I 
I'm not sure. I think. No, one more pass rusher wouldn't hurt. I mean, one more pass rusher never hurts, but <laughs> you need an offensive lineman more than you need a pass rusher at this point, especially with the $300 million man back there behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Eric Fisher's some trash. Now, one Not, o- well, they cut him anyway. One other team that's kind of flying under the radar and also making a ton of signings, Jacksonville Jaguars, which they – they have the cap space, so they need to. Um, they went out and got Marvin Jones from the Lions. They gave him a two-year, $14.5 million deal. Um, Shaquille they Griffin. They went out. They God. They had – who else did they Shaquille get? Griffin. I'm drawing a blank. Shaquille Griffin. Yep, not Shaquem. Yeah. Um, I read he might, he might be able to come there too. Oh, for real? And keep them together? Okay. Yep. That would yep. be. Yeah, know, honestly, he, is a, I would like he that. is a restricted free agent. Yep. Um, let's see who else. You said Marvin Jones, right? I mean, they, Rashawn they made Jenkins. A, they made a lot of signings. They did get. Uh, did you say Dorsett already? I did not. Yeah, they. I know they got Philip Dorsett. They did sign Carlos Hyde as well. Yep. Yeah, Carlos Hyde. Rashawn like, Jenkins. Man. Who was that? Um, <laughs> Rashawn Jenkins. He's a safety. Who, who is they? They did keep Trey Herndon though. I've seen. Yeah. So you know they might not be making like the big names. Rashawn Jenkins played for the Chargers. The, they they might not have the big names, but they're keeping guys who are important to the team. They're they're getting guys who go. Obviously, mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde's not going to be a starter, but he'll be good to come in and give Robinson a break. Um, they obviously. Yeah. Still have the first pick in the draft, which we're all assuming is going to be Trevor Lawrence, unless they find a way to beat Jacksonville and mess that one up. So ja- yeah, I mean their main their main thing is getting Trevor Lawrence some weapons. I mean he'll he'll have what DJ Chark and they like as they signed Lavisca Mar- Marvin Jones is there Marvin Jones. So you know they get they got him some weapons. Phil Dorsett, he's going to have some speed. Yeah, he he's got weapons on him. They need to rebuild the He's defense a, a little bit. Solid running back core. Yeah. It's, which steal of steal of undrafted free agents. Easily the best undrafted free agent last year was James Robinson. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Um He cold. Yeah. He's a reason why Well who is Ray Sean <laughs> Jenkins? Look, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Ray Sean Jenkins was a safety for the Chargers. Do you actually start? I'm not sure, but it's an up, it's an upgrade for them. Um, it's an upgrade for them because who is Jared Wilson? Is that the white boy? No. Oh no! Oh. Uh, you're Jared talking Wilson. about winger. <laughs> Jared Wilson was a safety for them too, but so or safety for the Jags. That's who was the actual safety at the time. A couple more. He only had he only had 45 tackles last year, and he was tied 135th in the league. Listen. Oh Jesus! That means his linebackers making all the tackles. I mean, they, that's, yep, that's all they better. <laughs> but um, I mean, their linebacker is not that great either. I think their best linebacker is Miles Jack and Joe Schobert. Say something. Say something disrespectful, Miles Jack. I'm a headbutt you. I have nothing to say disrespectful about him. Um, oh, wow. nothing to say. A couple, a couple of the big free agents who still haven't agreed to terms yet because free agency technically begins tomorrow. Um, I want to get your opinion on maybe. The best fit for him, uh, Trent Williams, obviously played for 
the 49ers last year. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, AJ. What's that? Uh, Trent Williams. Where, where do you think? You think you should stay in San Fran? Or what are they now? Freaking just the 49ers, wherever they play now. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Pittsburgh will probably be a good fit. Uh, Kenny Galladay still Kenny Galladay is still out there. Yeah. Uh, the Colts, um, maybe. Curtis Samuel's out there. Kenny Galladay. Melvin Ingram. Kenny Galladay. Can I, I say Kenny Galladay. Uh, maybe the Jets. The they Jets need some, need some people. Need yeah, the Jets did get Corey Davis yesterday, I seen. Today. I think last oh, night they Shit, got What him. about the Dolphins? Yeah, so. Dolphins had Devontae Parker, I yeah. Was, I, said I mean, they had Devontae Parker, yeah, but yeah. I feel like they need they could get else. Kenny Galladay. Him and Jakeem Grant. Gasecki. I mean, Preston Williams is... He's solid. You know, that's the thing. I just feel like they need, like, another, like, guy. Still a lot of receivers out there. So, you said Kenny Galladay, Curtis there Samuel, are. T.Y., uh, um, Juju's a free Juju. agent. We know how much yeah. we know how much uh, <laughs> Q loves him. Pat P- Will, Will Fuller. Will Fuller, a free agent, yep. You know, so there's a lot of talent. Sammy Watkins, you know, there's a lot of talent at wide receiver who are free agents. Um where there's not a lot of talent in the free agency class is cornerback. Not not a lot. Agreed. Josh Norman, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> Josh Norman, Listen, bro. The the best cornerback available is probably Patrick Peterson. Facts. What? How old Patrick? Thirty. Like it looks like according William William Hill. It looks like they're saying William Jackson. Oh, Jackson, is yeah, but more valuable. That's only because of his age, though, because he's younger. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Because uh, William age. Jackson's twenty eight, Pepe. Pepe's only thirty. Yeah, but if you're going off it so look, oh, Pepe's thirty. 31. Uh and then Richard Sherman's a free agent. How old is Richard Sherman? Thirty two. So, you know, arguably Damn, the two the Sherman. two best cornerbacks in free agency are both on the wrong side of thirty now. And Josh Norman. We're not talking about Josh Norman, man. He like he like thirty three. So you know, you're, you're probably going to see a lot of teams who need cornerbacks in free agency. You'll probably see a lot of them possibly reach in the draft, I think, to get somebody. You already know the first corner that's going, baby. Certain. I don't know, man. I've seen a couple mock drafts that got, uh, right, what's shut, his shut name? Caleb up. Fairley from Virginia Tech. Uh, nope. Patrick. No, I, I agree with you. I think Sertain's going. Um, God, dude, I'm gonna miss Keanu Neal. But there's still a chance maybe he resigns. You know, I don't know, man. I feel like if he plays healthy, then he's gonna be a stud, man. If that dude can just hit the fuck out of people. If he plays healthy, if yeah. he plays healthy, that'd, that'd be but I don't know if they'll actually be able to afford him. I, I bet he's gonna have a high asking price. You think? They might have to go after like Desmond King. Xavier Woods. Desmond, Desmond King, King is better than Keanu <laughs> Neal. <laughs> what? What? I don't think so. You don't so. think Desmond King's better than Keanu Neal? Off of instincts? Hell no. Keanu Neal. If Keanu Neal can stay healthy. Literally, the only thing the only thing Keanu Neal does better yeah, than Desmond King is hit. Desmond King's a better coverage person. He can play special teams. He does punt and kick returns. Keanu Neal does kind of lack in the coverage department, but I'll say Keanu Neal does, is just he does a, exactly what a safety needs to do. Just a, a boomstick. Exactly. He does. Because Desmond King, 
Keanu Neal is, he used a, to play quarterback. is a fucking linebacker. I'll say, Desmond King has the ability to play across the secondary, though. Keanu Neal doesn't have the ability to play across the secondary. At least in my opinion. Because Keanu Neal more He's of more a, of an in-the-box safety. Like, that, man, that man can run support. Knock your ass out. Like, no one else. But I'm not, I'm not relying on him to go cover somebody one-on-one. I don't I don't trust his his um cover skills enough to do that. But if you have a guy who can know. do it, Keanu Neal is a great fit. It'll be inter- it'll be interesting to see what the asking prices are going to be for these dudes. Yeah, I'm and I guess we'll we'll find out in the next few days because it's yeah. it's going to be hot starting tomorrow. Really so. looking to see if Deshaun Watson gets traded. That's my uh that's my main thing. I've been paying attention to I paid attention to Twitter for like an hour straight earlier just to see what was going on. All we know is the Bears aren't getting him. That's for sure. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if it's closer towards the draft when we see something for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like on draft night. I don't know about that. I hope they don't. That might NBA. be too big of a trade to make on draft night. You think? I could see it being like a week, a week or two prior, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. He's got all power yeah. on what team he goes to, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, two things before we hop into um, college basketball. Um, the funniest part of free agency so far is the Bears were trying their hardest to trade for Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks weren't budging, so they settled for Andy Dalton. Like, I feel really bad for Bears fans, but it's also, like, hilarious because that's just, like, such a Bears move. And I'm pretty sure they don't have Mitch. No, no, no. They already declined his, his option. Yeah, so that's that's hilarious. And then um, myself and fellow Falcons fans are down bad because uh, the Falcons restructured Matt Ryan's contract. And basically, Matt Ryan's going to be around for – a few more years, so I don't I don't think Atlanta's going to go for a quarterback in the draft anymore, which is kind of sad because that's what we were all expecting and hoping for is someone to breed behind. Uh, and so I really think it's going to be Penny Sewell or bust, meaning they'll trade back if Sewell goes. Dang, that's crazy! What picks. pick do you guys have? Four. Man, that's nuts because New England's got the fifteenth pick. <laughs> <laughs> Which will suck because I've been really excited for the draft. I don't have to stay up that late to watch my team pick. Dude, 15 still not that late. I'm just saying. 15 still not that late. 15's not that late, but. Look. You know. You. Well, here's, here's to another. for the team to suck all season. They finally suck enough to get in a good draft position. Like, this is what we've waited for. We've gotten fucked out of getting a lower draft pick for every other season that they sucked ass prior to this when they decided to win, like, five or six games at the end of the season and get a mid-round draft pick. Like, it sucks. <laughs> well, we're going to be smoking on that Falcons pack because y'all dead again. Again. Maybe maybe they'll do what the Patriots do, though, and they'll get their cap up, suck for a couple more seasons, and then – build but see here's the difference and then the Patriots realistically if they do well next year they only suck for one season and they still didn't they only well, one game fine. below 500 <laughs> facts that is I said also true I mean, seven games with a COVID say, their, team their suck is considered good for you know 
the whole bottom half of the league. <laughs> Good for the Falcons. <laughs> I don't know, dude. We're Falcons fans are in shambles. Um, as it, I wonder, as it should be. Real quick, if there's some like, if there's some tweets that are uh, coming from this. Um, while he's looking at tweets, let's talk about how bad yeah, the Falcons for real, are. Cause, uh, hey, hey, let's be real. It's all gone hill, gone downhill since the the blown lead. I blame Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez put a curse on that team. Tony Gonzalez? Um, hell yeah. Tony I Gonzalez. Think, I think it was – uh, I think Vic put the curse on the team, technically. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think Tony Gonzalez because Tony Gonzalez, I don't think he ever won a playoff game. As many oh, times Kansas City been number one. I think one, you're right. I don't think I donn't think he ever won a playoff game. So, y'all picking up Tony Gonzalez, they put y'all with some bad juju. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, – I'm not personally going to blame Tony Gonzalez. I'm going to blame uh, a mix of Michael Vick and Dan Quinn. I'm going to blame um, the city of Atlanta for not uh, wearing masks during this COVID time. Um, and you know what? Yeah. That's what I'm going to just blame AJ. Because y'all hard-headed. I, yeah, I'm going to blame AJ ever yeah, since he was born. They, they, they ain't Atlanta done nothing since he's been alive. They, the Hawks be going 66 and like 24. Old, and they still Always on garbage. the cusp of greatness <laughs> and can never pull it off. All he has is uh, Atlanta FC. And no one really cares about American soccer. Oh, man. I'm just trying to pay attention to these he, tweets and – not the rude things you guys are saying right now. I mean, he says he says the Braves is on the come up, but they are knowing him. But once he roots real. for him, uh, once he yeah. roots for him, if they make it to the World it's Series, they're gonna lose. But so, come on, look, we'll stop. We'll stop uh, ragging on freaking Atlanta because I feel like we do it every other episode just because it's so easy. But <laughs> um, fuck them lemon pepper wings. March Madness starts tomorrow. I think the playing games are Thursday. I'm sorry, playing games are Thursday. Um, no, there are games tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay, yeah, we okay. have, I think, two games tomorrow. I know um, St. Mary's plays Western Kentucky and Toledo plays Richmond. But those aren't so those, those are, aren't the first four games, though. Yeah. Those, those are the playoff the, games. Those are the playoff games. The first four games they're, start March 18th. Playoff, play in. So they're not, those are not playing games? No, the playing games would be Texas Southern versus uh, Mount St. Mary's. Oh, not the playing game? Drake versus Wichita State. Appalachian State versus Norfolk State. Um, UCLA versus Michigan State are the first four is what it says on this list it's fucking crazy that UCLA versus Michigan State is a play in game right for the two, bracket that's insane yeah uh, two Hall of Fame programs and honestly like I think either game. team when, even when they come into the tournament they can they can make a run play yeah. upset potential. they can make a run they, yeah um, you know who else can make a run who? Not really a run, but I'm I'm pulling for the upstate. Is uh I'm gonna need the Norfolk State Spartans to upset Gonzaga if they win. Just because I'm making I already told Q I'm making the trip to Norfolk immediately. <laughs> Boy, Gonzaga about to put 120 on Norfolk State. <laughs> they need Kyle, they gotta resign Kyle O'Quinn for the game. Norfolk State had the one upset against Missouri. And then got <laughs> dubbed the next. <laughs> um, but there's a you know a lot of good games, a lot of good upsets. You know, typically 
you can always shoot for like what this the number 10 seed over number seven is normally a good one because they're never separated by too much yeah um i think you said nine and eight and then yeah, and then you know that is curse is always number 11 over number six <laughs> yeah but i see um i see vcu you know they might they might compete i, I agree especially they don't have shaka smart anymore but you know what they they still find a way to get it done after all these years. See, I think always find. I a think way. the biggest upset may be Eastern Washington over Kansas. You think? I yeah, and again, I don't know this is non non expert opinion, but from watching Eastern Washington when they were playing in their tournaments, they look good, and big names have but not who been. Were, who were they playing? Um, you know, I'd have to pull. <laughs> to be honest. I just yeah, know I was betting them and they were winning. Washington. I don't even know what conference oh. they in. I'm not, I'm not going to take a shot at it. Eastern Washington. Uh, um, close one. Another ten over seven. Virginia Tech in Florida. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, uh, Oklahoma Missouri is going to be a really good game. Yeah, that eight nine. Even Maryland over UConn. I haven't watched a whole lot of UConn this year, but I've seen some Maryland. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know if you guys are watching the UConn this year and can. No, I haven't. I watched the women. women Also, but (laughs) the women have fallen off, haven't they? Yeah, it's all South. It's all South 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 Carolina. Well, they were undefeated for twenty-seven years, so you know they had to fall off eventually, right? Um, yeah, eventually, you know, recruits don't, you know, they're trying to build their own. I do want to give a shout out to the best basketball conference in the nation, no, the Big Ten. Yes, sir. Represented well, you know. I have, uh, I do have Ohio State going to the Final Four. Where is Eastern? What is Eastern Washington's uh conference? Well, I, I ain't forget. <laughs> Dude, I don't fucking know. Eastern Washington's conference. God damn it. You already talking about something. Upset I got crazy. you. Hold on. It's um the Big Sky. There you go. <laughs> the Big Sky? What, Weber like State? The conference actually matters. I mean. Little schools yes! big schools all the time. You do get one, like one a season that goes kind of deep. That's true. But Eastern Washington? Listen. I don't think Eastern Washington is going to win personally. Um, you're asking for a big upset. That's a that's a big that's a big step up in competition. There's got to be at least one, and that's the one that I'm taking. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe Colgate over Arkansas. You're taking them. Why not? Why not take uh, UCSB over um over yeah. Creighton. Creighton. Uh, I did take Hell US. Yeah. I did I read... on my bracket. I did take um. USCB or UCSB. Yeah, that, that's more yeah. reasonable. I and think. then I had them playing uh, UVA and then losing. I mean, I would agree. I got a Oral Roberts over Ohio State. Fuck them Buckeyes. Where's Oral Roberts at, huh? Oral Roberts, guy. Oral no Roberts. Yeah, I, I had. <laughs> I have Ohio State going to the Final Four and losing to Illinois. You are, but I have Illinois listen, winning. Listen to me. Are you sure you want to root for Oral Roberts? Huh? They, they're <laughs> oh, Oklahoma, man. man. <laughs> what co- oh, man. 
Yeah, I don't really They're like Oklahoma. In but Tulsa. Uh, back to what Thomas was saying. <laughs> Big Ten is running yeah. basketball now. It used to be the ACC. But Big Ten is we're, yeah, we on the map, baby. Michigan's the number one seed. Um, Michigan State yes, in the sir. play-in. You got Ohio State's the number two seed. Illinois is the number one seed. On and yeah, Iowa, Iowa Wisconsin. Yeah, Purdue, uh, Maryland. Uh, Maryland's not in the Big Ten for basketball. Oh yeah, that's right. They are. Um, that's just so ACC. Technically, Michigan State, if you haven't said them I already. I already said they're in the play Yeah, you said oh, Michigan okay. State. So, yeah, you know, we we so used to seeing, you know, ACC, the Dukes. Oh, they, I'm sorry. They are they are in the Virginia. Big Ten Conference for basketball now. Maryland. Oh, yeah, Maryland? they just – they left uh, the ACC a couple seasons ago. Because so, I would say I know they were in okay. the Big okay. Ten for football beforehand. Um, But, yeah, they got, you know – Hey, look! Don't sleep on uh Morehead State either, because I'm pretty sure. Don't sleep! Don't sleep on Alabama. Uh, ain't nobody sleeping on Alabama. They're a number two. We seed. was talking about it early. We was talking about <laughs> earlier. I said that's that's my sleeper team. Say, I mean, they're, they're trying you, to become the meta school. Listen. Yeah, when you think of Bama, you know, you never really think about it for basketball. Colin Sexton came from Bama, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Give me your final four right now. My final yep. four is oh. – see, it's really hard to pick against one seeds, dude. So, I, I have Gonzaga versus Michigan, Ohio State versus Illinois. I haven't done a bracket, so I don't know who's on what side. Oh, man. Nothing. Uh, we'll get back to you then. We'll we'll freaking – what we'll do is yeah, look yeah. – well, I'll, I'll give you my top four. Michigan's winning I, it all. I'll, I'll right, give you my top that. four, though. Big blue. I think it's going to be – I'm going. Uh, I think UVA is going to find a way to get it done. Mi- Over Always. Gonzaga. Yep. Whew. I think Michigan. Okay. That defense I think is crazy. Michigan. Man. Uh, I'm going to say. Looking at this, come on. You know I got. You know I got to pick Ohio State as an unreal. I don't think they're really going to make it, but you never know. I don't know, uh, man. Dude, Ohio State's good. good. And then obviously. I kind of want to pick Houston because Houston's been hooping this year. But Illinois is nice, See, I have Houston going all the way to play Illinois in the Elite Eight and losing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go Michigan, Michigan, UVA, Ohio State, and Houston would be my my four. Okay. Now, I know AJ's already filled out a bracket. Um, Q, I think we have two days. To fill one out, yeah, uh, yeah, two days. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow would be the last full day, and then Thursday, you had yeah, would be technically the last day day yeah. because of play-in game. Yeah, we have two hours, two days and fifteen hours. They going. Yeah, man, I I, I got Listen, homework to do. I got you time can for just this fill one out on the fit, ESPN. App. I filled all my bracket in probably like five minutes to be honest, because dude, like. How much do you actually know you just about be picking all names? I mean, essentially, it's what you're doing. No, I listen, like doing my research. Listen, look, we'll have a. Uh, I did my research based off spreads and shit, but we'll we'll have a friendly a friendly bet between the the just three guys and whoever gets we we can start one up on the app and see who's got the highest percent of 
correct I'm going to just lie. I'm like, yep, I picked that team. What you mean? If we, if we do a group, it's going to show all our brackets together. I have homework. Listen. <laughs> I am a student. It takes five minutes. I have a I have an exercise science test on Friday at 12 o'clock real, p.m. You being I have real to wet study. Right these 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 college schools don't care what about you mean? me. Your college, they don't your care college about me. got a shot at being in the tournament. I already said they're gonna win. Look, that's all you need to know. I got Michigan winning it all. That's Look, it. If, Once they lose, if, my, my if bracket Michigan, done. Uh, if Norfolk State gets in, because they play Thursday at ah oh, damn, they play eight forty. What what are we gonna do at Norfolk State? Huh? Have a COVID party? Huh? No, I was just what gonna we say gonna do, if Norfolk State gets in. Norfolk State gets in. You gotta, you gotta fill out the bracket, man. It's <laughs> gonna be the sacrificial lamb to Gonzaga. Hey, don't forget when what was it? Norfolk State upset uh, Missouri. What is it like? 2011. Shout out to my cousin uh, Kim English. She was on that team. 2012. I think it was 2012. Let's be real. What is the the biggest upset you would say that we've been? Well, I would say be alive for, but. You know, I, I don't remember all those. The biggest upset I personally remember would be uh, Lehigh when they beat Duke. Lehigh? Mm-hmm. The, hey, shout out to Lehigh, bro, because at TCC, my chemistry teacher went to Lehigh, and we he gave us all hundreds <laughs> of homeworks. Shout out to you, Lehigh. For real. Yeah, plus hey, CJ McCullough um, right there. One school not to sleep on, at least in uh, the first round, it's going to be uh, Loyola, Chicago. Sister Jean is back. They're allowing her to go to the oh, games. Yeah. Her 105-year-old ass got that COVID vaccine. Yep. Right, I thought she was um, dead. I thought we were smoking on that Sister Eugene pack. So, they play Georgia Tech. I took Loyola, Chicago. But literally the next game they'll have to play Illinois, so it'll be over Look, then. hey, I'm going to let you know right now, though. If Ohio, State, that's my if Ohio State loses to Oral Roberts, you guys, gotta do the, uh, you guys are doing the podcast next week without me. It's going to be just two guys for next week's episode. I totally understand, man. It's okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I mean, how much do you really care about college basketball? For you Not to too be much. She only cares because if they're, actually, football, good, I understand. they're actually good. No, nah, nah, I always rock with Ohio State in college basketball. Nah. Even when they're, yeah, yeah, he saying, always when they're not I mean, that you good. You rock with them, but I've never heard you actually talk about them. No, no, I'd be hyping up. I'd be hyping up like okay, one player a season true. from Ohio State every year. I was about to say, name their starting five. They got Suing, Washington, EJ Liddell, Kyle Young, and then the point guard interchanges because sometimes they use CJ Walker. Okay. Don't disrespect hey, me. And Washington is he nice. He dropped thirty two on Illinois. That's what I'm saying. I think I think Ohio State got a chance, man. You know Look, I thought they had a chance a couple a couple seasons ago. Or the the best Ohio State uh, team that I uh-huh. that I remember like, with the exception of a, c- a couple seasons. Won't that win? Ain't that when Duke won? Yeah. I mean, uh, Virginia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They A couple seasons. Yeah, Ohio State lost to Gonzaga that year. Well, no, Gonzaga was 19. We didn't have a tournament last oh, year. Gonzaga so, Gonzaga's going to try to be – they have the highest – what is it, the highest chance to do a two-peat? Yeah. In, like, a while. But um, the best Ohio State team I first remember. team ever to – without First school ever to try to get a two-peat? No, I think Miami. I think Florida had a back-to-back for national champion. Yeah, because they beat Ohio State when Ohio Corey State had Greg Oden. 
Fact, fact check that for me real quick. Joe Kim. Yeah, because it was Corey Al Horford Brewer. was there. Al Horford, yeah. You, you, you're going to have to fact check me, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that was it. But the best Ohio State team I remember was the one with Jared Sullinger. Oh, you're right. Florida did do yeah, it. Yeah, it was 2006-2007. Jared, Jared Look, Sullinger. Say what you want about his NBA career. That man was a, a walking double-double in college. Y'all talking to say something about his NBA career because – that's the best of the best. Regardless, dude, it, it's going to be exciting. I'm going to be watching all the games, and uh, I'll be betting all the games as well. So no, he not. Wait. He going to be at work. Uh, I mean, Come I work on, from yeah. home, so I'm going to be watching the games on one oh. computer, working on the other. Like, oh, it must be nice. But, <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. You know, March Madness, after having it gone for a year, kind of make us uh, – Appreciate just a little bit, a little bit more this season. Hopefully, yeah, for sure. See, my one question with it was, well, would the the thrill feel the same without without it being fans? Ah, like, I think so. Ooh. I think so, just because the the anticipation, because we didn't even have it last year. I think the first the first round, I think, will be cool because, I, like AJ said, we didn't have it last year. But like the rounds after that. There's nothing like, you know, getting a big shot with, like, 30 seconds left to, t- to take the lead or to tie the game and hearing the crowd go nuts. Yeah. 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 And Dick Vitale over here. Oh, yeah. baby. Like, <laughs> like oh, do you remember the uh, the Villanova and UNC National Championship? When, what was his name? Oh, Chris man. Jenkins, I think, hit the game winner. Like, uh, No, his last name was Hart. Was it Hart? The, yeah, for oh, he was the one who hit the game winner. I didn't yeah. know that. Cause uh, what was the can do? Page was his name from UNC. Yeah, yeah, yeah because they were just. And no, it was Chris down, Jenkins. Don't lie to me. Three. Hit the buzzer oh, beater. Jenkins? Yeah, Chris Ooh, Jenkins hit the buzzer beater. But yeah, because I remember Page hit that double clutch because because they they were just going back and forth because that all happened like the last thirty seconds. But when he hit that game winner, yeah, that was when that he was hit live. that game winner, and you just heard like the like the confetti pop and everything, and then the the team stormed the court, and you could hear the fans going nuts. You're not gonna get that same that same effect, which is it's gonna be a little uh, I'm not gonna say depressing, but it's gonna be a little a little disheartening. Yeah, I'm thinking of Josh Hart. Josh yeah. Hart did play for Villanova. <laughs> and uh. Booty, 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 Kyle. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be the same. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be the same like Thomas was saying. Like, I mean, yeah, the game, the buzzer beater is going to look cool on TV. you probably be live at home, but you're not going to get those goosebumps if there was fans and the announcers going nuts, coaches falling out of chairs. Like, that's that's what makes college, man. That's what makes college better than the pros to me. The atmosphere. Um, Side note, though, Duke is... And Kentucky aren't in the uh, the tournament for the first time since 1976. So, wow. shows how crazy these COVID times really are. Even these perennial, yeah. these perennial. Not even COVID, bro. They they not getting no recruits <laughs> no more. Yeah. Especially Duke, man. They they fell hard. Nuts, man. Because I, I believe this is the first year, I forgot in how many years, that North Carolina beat Duke twice. Yeah. Like, they didn't split the games at all. So, 
Yeah, dude. It's gonna be a lot of returners yeah. next year for sure. It's it's, it's yeah. It'll crazy. be interesting to see how they bounce back next season. I mean, if anybody can get yeah. it done, it's Coach K, right? Right. I don't know. Or, I don't or know. Calipari. I, I don't. I don't know, <laughs> bro. Right. Because Coach he K, get, he K always getting the best you're players. Right, right. He always getting the bro, best that's players. The, that's the USA basketball coach. <laughs> um, that's true. But is that is that all we really got for March Madness? Since I mean, obviously, we don't have all the playing games. And, the tournament itself hasn't really started yet, so it's all just kind of speculation on our part. And like we said, we're not experts; we're just guys yeah. who, like, who enjoy watching it. Don't don't listen to my picks. Don't listen to any of our picks, unless it's about Norfolk State. Listen to mine. Michigan winning it all. That <laughs> <laughs> the closest pick that I'm probably <laughs> right about is Illinois and Loyola. Loyola, Loyola is my lock for the first round. Book it. That's it. On AJ. If he loses, he'll. If you lose, mm-hmm. he'll pay you back the money. Uh, yep. that's not. That's one hundred percent reimbursement. That's false. Uh, let's get in. They call him Stimmy. Yep. Stimmy Devall. Nope, that's that's what it. we've been that's calling him. That's not a real thing. It's <laughs> not a real thing. Not a real thing. Um, let's get into a uh, newer segment. Um, basically, like this is something that just we kind of came up with on the fly today, uh, when we were planning. Um, each week. One of us is going to come up with a random question. Uh, Thomas came up with a random question uh, today. Q and I have never heard of it, so this is really going to be impromptu on the fly. Um, question can be anything sports-related uh, from what we had discussed. So, Thomas, go ahead and lead it off. All right, look. So, since this is the first one, I got two questions because one sports-related and one is completely not sports-related. So, I'm going to let you guys pick which one you want to hear first. You you want sports related or not? Uh, let's go. Let's go sports first. All right, all right. You ready? Yeah, all right. First. So, say you're getting ready for you know the NBA Finals, the 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 Super Bowl. You're getting ready to go out there and play. What song are you listening to to get you hyped up for the game? Oh, I like it. I like this. Okay. What song said, are you listening song? to to get you to get you hyped up to, for the game to go out there and hit somebody? Okay. Q, you want to go first or me? Um, I'm probably listening to uh, King Von, Crazy Story 3. Um, For some reason, that song makes me want to sell drugs. To be honest, I don't know why. Um, That song makes me never want to trust another woman in my life. Um, But it's, hey, man, King Von, that guy. So I'm going to go Crazy Story Part 3. Specifically Part 3. Oz J. Um, I am going to go see. I'm like a huge adrenaline head for like music that gets me pumped. Mm. Like in the gym when I'm working out, I'm listening to that shit that you'll like fucking headbang to. Oh, I know. Trust me. That shit gets me absolute jacked. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Throne by Bring Me the Horizon. Okay. Okay. And then if if I had to do like a rap song, um, I would probably say, uh, God, dude, that's hard. I mean, look, it don't have to be a rap song. It can be whatever kind of song gets you hype. So, you know. W- Just to try to be like a little uh, comparative to Q. Um, I could throw my, my metal song out there, too. <laughs> it's... G- uh, I'm more curious to hear that, like, to be honest. 
I'm gonna say it's <laughs> mine would probably be gonorrhea. By Lil, by gonorrhea. Lil Wayne. Okay. There, there's, there's a song, a song called, called Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, um, <laughs> gonorrhea slap. Now, bro. hold on, hold on, because uh, hold on, wait. Because he'll say his metal song, so I'm, I'm kind of curious to actually. Hear I know there's probably way better ones out there, but I just can't think Look, off the top. It's of whatever my head. gets you get you hyped up. Q, what 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 metal song would you pick? Because now now I'm curious. You know, so I might be I might choose uh either uh killing in the name. Ooh, okay, okay. that shit okay. rock. Okay, Thomas Thomas put me <laughs> on to that. Um. Maybe some um some okay. trivium. Oh, we seen them live. Okay, yeah, we I, I seen like them I like live. that jank. Yeah, and it, I think the jank called in waves or something. That All right. that was my jank. And uh, my last one, I probably go um, lay down from a uh, guitar hero. I remember that jank. I think it was by the priest or something like that. But that jank, All right. that jank rock. So now between those, I got the second question. Like I said, it's completely unrelated to sports. Okay. Hypothetically speaking, say you're say you're on the death sentence, right? You get one last meal, whatever you want. What is that meal? Booty. Second <laughs> <It's like, no. laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, you're on you're on what again? Death row. You death get row. one one last meal. Your you your final meal. meal, whatever you want it to be. Oh man. No booty. No coochie. No sucking on boobies. <laughs> Damn, dude, that is that is tough. Uh, um, I'm gonna go if I'm about to die. <laughs> I'm hardly gonna I be know eating. This is it. Look, you going out on an empty stomach? If, yeah, if I'm about to die, <laughs> my, my brain gonna be somewhere else. But if I'm focused and I'm I'm eating, and I know I'm about to die, and this is my last meal on earth, you already know. Like okay. Jingles, yeah. Four piece combo supreme, large. I want two Bowberry biscuits. I respect that. Stuff like, you know, just I'm, I'm gonna die happy. AJ, um, I'm gonna go uh, public sub. Out of everything you could have had, that's what you're picking. You could have had a home cooked meal. Public you could have had whatever you wanted. Nope, public sub. You know what? It's my favorite thing. Who, in the world. who am I to judge you on your last meal? Any dude, any time that I travel outside of where we live that has a Publix, I'm 100% going. I don't care how far out of the way it is. If it's like a 20 mile like distance that I have to go from my actual destination, I'm making a stop. I don't care. Okay. Mm. What, what about you, Tyler? Oh, look, it, it was my question, but I'll answer it anyway. It don't matter. Uh, come on, you you already know I'm a, I'm a thick boy, so I got to get that. I got to get that New York strip. I need medium rare. I want some mashed potatoes on the side. I don't want no salad. <laughs> you know, I'm already about to die, so I, I need all the cholesterol. Uh, matter of <laughs> fact, double nice. up my mashed potatoes with my gravy. Uh, maybe some, uh, some like, roasted carrots on, with it and, and some steak fries. You know, I'm trying to – I'm, I'm trying, slow, too. I'm trying to I'm make sure so I go slow. all happy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna inject that with a with a smile on my face. They be like, well, I want you know. Matter of fact, I want a piece of apple pie on the side too. Cause if I had an honorable mention, it's a big ass plate of wings. You going you going out with the with the wing hand, bro? <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm I'm double I'm yeah, double hand. Oh yeah, you shit. go you go. You gotta put some sauce under your nose. I'm getting the spiciest joints. That way, when so I actually end my life, I don't feel it because my mouth is on fire. 
Look, so uh, don't you release your bowels when you die? Yep. So you're gonna be shit and spicy. He's not gonna feel it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Blood coming out of my head and my ass, boy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they gonna smell. They gotta clean that yeah, up. They do. That's their fault. <laughs> listen, listen. So no, it's your fault for getting killed. So that that it's their fault for wanting to kill. That's me. the uh, the the first week of asking the question. So you know we'll let one of you two do it next week or. If anybody listening has a specific question that they want to ask, you know, re- reach out to us somewhere, you know, a- ask the question. We'll answer sure. it for you guys. At J3GPod. Yes, Whether that be on Twitter. Instagram, Twitter, yeah, Facebook, it don't Instagram, matter. Twitter, just for guys on Facebook. Um, yep. e- even even if you send it to one of us directly, you know, we'll, we'll get it yeah. answered. But uh, I think we're going to – what episode fourteen, right? Episode fourteen, best player to wear the number fourteen. Uh, I, oh man, Q, go ahead and go, man. All right, so my best player to ever wear the number fourteen. It's the short, electric man from New York, New York, hailing. From Holy Cross University. Drafted by the Tri City Blackhawks. Oh. And then moved to the Boston Celtics. <laughs> yeah. Bob Cousy. <laughs> Bob Cousy, Hall of Famer. Inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1950. 13 uh, time All Star. Six time NBA champ. Two time All Star MVP. Eight time assist leader. 12-time All-NBA, and he won the MVP in 1957. Bob Cousy averaged 18.4 points a game, 7.5 assists, and roughly about five rebounds. Um, yeah, don't got much to say. I mean, we didn't see him play, obviously. Uh, our grandparents didn't see him play. Uh, I think my great-grandma <laughs> probably seen him play because he's 92 years old. My great-grandma's 91, so... She probably seen ball koozie, but yeah, yeah, you know, not not much to go off, you know. That's black and white facts, TV. Facts, facts, facts. Um, before AJ goes, I want to kind of give a honorable mention, I guess you can say, even though uh, I'm gonna say Oscar Robertson, even though I said him the first week and already gave his his stats and all that. I'm not gonna go too much into it, just because. Uh. He wore 14 for the majority of, you know, the prime of his career. So, uh, I'm going to say Oscar Robinson just because I said him for number one and it felt kind of like a robbery almost to not put him up here for 14. But I'm not going to go into too much detail just because he's yeah. already been talked about. I just want to get it out there before AJ goes because I actually agree with um, AJ's pick. <clears throat> okay. So, you're just like Oscar Robinson. Yeah, it – but you already picked him. Yeah, there's so. just my little okay. honorable mention because I, I like your pick. I agree. I agree with your pick personally. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, so my pick is going to be uh, the hit king, probably the number one baseball player that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely no question, and that's Pete Rose. He's still in. It's going to be a very long time before, if or it ever is broken 
Uh, Pete Rose had the most hits in MLB history at 4,256. There is not an active player even within the top 20, top 25, that is even remotely close. You know, like even over 3,000 hits, I don't even think there's any kind of active baseball player up there. Like, I think the nec- the closest active baseball player to Pete Rose is Miguel Cabrera. And he's, like, damn near at the end of his career. Yeah. And he's only at 2,800. But um, Pete Rose was 17-time All-Star, three times World Series champion. Uh, he was NF- NFL, NL MVP, and he was also uh, a World Series MVP. He averaged – a 300 batting average. Uh, he had over 1,300 RBIs, almost 200 stolen bases. Uh, I mean, the guy, he didn't hit home runs. He was not known for hitting home runs. He only had 160 home runs for his career. But he's arguably the most decorated and best hitter in MLB history. And it will I ever be alive to see someone break his record? I mean, the closest person I can possibly think of that'll maybe get close is Mike Trout. And that's – he's still got a ways to go on the list, I believe. Like, I think Mike Trout still has less hits than Nick Markakis. What was Pete Rose's all-time batting average? 303. For his career. Career. And that was over how many seasons? I'm sorry. Uh, from 1963 to 1986. So 24, so 24 years. years. So you have to hit over 300 for 24 years in order to have yep. a shot at breaking his record. Mm-hmm. Which is <laughs> hitting over 300 in one season is hard enough, let alone 24 years. He, And even when he finished the season below 300 he was still high in the 200s like the lowest he was was like 269 which that's still pretty decent yeah minus uh obviously we'll take away the the last year where he hit the 219 but he easily bounced that out with hitting a a 365 and you know a 338 and a 348 He, he easily bounced that one out yeah that's insane so absolutely insane um but yeah pete rose in my opinion, best player to wear the number 14. Let it, let it be known, the only reason he's not in the Hall of Fame is for something he did as a manager and not a player. Um, oh, man. The only the only what, reason he's not in the Hall of Fame is because he was betting on his own team to win games. To win, yeah. And the MLB found out and banned him from the Hall of Fame. So they took they took what he did oh, as, a, as a GM so, I, and – or as a manager and, you know, basically made it to where all that stuff that AJ just said that he did for nothing. Pete Rose is going to have – and it sucks saying this, dude. Pete Rose is going to have to pass away in order for them to actually consider for him to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because there's, like – Same way. The committee for the Baseball Hall of Fame, it's a bunch of old-ass, like, baseball writers and shit who, like, you know – shake their fists at the stupidest See, things uh, and like they refuse to let up on I I kind of disagree with you the committee. only because you're getting guys like uh Roger Clemens and you know 
Barry Bonds and all the steroid guys who we thought were never going to get in because of that are actually receiving votes now. They're on they're on the ballot. Woo! Yeah, they are, but this is one of the first years in a while where there wasn't even like they did a Hall of Fame ballot and nobody made it in. So for like for what but reason? Wow. That that's my thing is eventually you know, if if these guys are on the ballot, these these guys who you know, quote unquote, tarnish the game. Pete Rose is going to find his way on a ballot, I think, within the next ten years easily. Just because, huh? I'm kind. Of, I'm I'm kind of with AJ. You know, I think when it when it comes to Hall of Fame voting for like majority of sports, you know, it's usually guys that didn't play the game and stuff like that. Not. And they'll hold you out for the most pettiest stuff. We seen that in NFL with uh, To. Yeah. And it, you know, is at some point, you know, it. it, it just, you it's, just get tired of it. Do as you know. That's Hall of it, Famers, like. And it's not even. I don't think it's even across the entire entire sports in general. Like it's a it's oh, a true, known true. thing for people that are you know diehard baseball fans and know like the Hall of Fame voting committee is so skewed. If you if you ask any, and I think once we, but I feel like. And I, I don't mean no, to cut good. you off, but I feel like once there's a younger generation, because in my opinion, the younger generation who's going to be and younger generation basically being like millennials, whenever they're the ones that actually take over for voting, that's when I feel like Pete Rose is actually going to get some kind of recognition. If he's not a Hall of Famer, but he's actually going to get the the recognition he deserves, camaraderie that he deserves. So in the Hall of Fame. The, well, well, the younger generation, you know. Like, here's here's the thing. What makes it even more baffling is the fact that Pete Rose isn't in the Hall of Fame, but all his equipment is. The yeah. bat, the bat he used, oh, wow. the bat he uh, broke the record with in the Hall of Fame. You know, so when if you ask anybody who watched Pete Rose play or anybody who knows Pete Rose, I. I'm not going to say 100% because, you know, you always get those couple people. But I would say 95% of those people say Pete, Pete Rose, the player, belongs in the Hall of Fame. You know what he – like. But they take your whole yeah, career. But he's, he's not going to – you can't take what he did as a manager and let that tarnish what he did as a player. And it's not like yeah. it's like, not like he okay. was betting on the opposing team to win, and he was purposefully sending out the worst possible lineup he could to lose the game. He was betting on his own team. Yes, I get it's you know you're not allowed to do it. It's in the rules, but I would rather a manager bet on his own team than the team he's playing. Right. There's nothing yeah. that he can do betting on his own team that like he can cheat or yeah. anything. Because you know? you're you're literally trying to win at that point. Like you're gonna send out right. the, whatever you. He's can. betting on his guys. Yes. So it's a it's a shame Pete Rose isn't all of him. I think he's gonna get in eventually. Um, hopefully, he you know he gets in while he's alive. But like you said, we've seen yeah. crazier things happen, and as if you listen to AJ, yeah. you know it won't happen. Yeah. Um, not to get too far off track but i just looked at the um the voting for the 2021 hall of fame for this year the one where literally nobody made the hall of fame um the top guys up here of course you know steroid era 
but it's their ninth year on the ballot. Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, well, and Sammy Sosa. Kurt Schilling is not getting in based off of what he said outside of baseball. You know, yeah. his his views outside of baseball is the reason he's not getting in. And even that he doesn't, you know, Kurt Schilling doesn't even want to be on the ballot anymore. He he wants to get taken mm-hmm. off because he's yeah, never going to get in. Even even for them, but the actual guys that deserve to get in, uh, Omar Vizquel, this was his fourth year. I think he actually deserves to get in. Um, he was a 272 hitter. Um, Todd Helton, he was a 316 hitter over his career, over 17 seasons. Um, Gary Sheffield, 292, over 22 years. And uh, who else we got up here? Manny Ramirez, 312, over 19 years. Andrew Jones. Like, there's definitely dudes that they could have actually put in this year. Because, I mean, there's new guys that are going to be considered first ballot choices every year, but – when you look at actual guys who were first ballot this year, Mark Burley, Torrey Hunter, um, we also got Barry Zito. Tim Hudson. Vic- Victorino needs to get in, dude. Shane Victorino has to get in. But not to get, not to get you know, you know, too far off. You know, even um, really not getting that far off, Barry Bonds, another guy who, you know, we could possibly see in, if depending on how they're looking at the steroid era. Barry Bonds is going to yeah. be a if he doesn't get in, he's going to be a tragic a tragic issue too because Barry Bonds would have been a Hall of Famer without the steroids. Yeah, for sure. Barry Bonds. He's not my home run. Barry king. Bonds was a, a five tool player without steroids and then decided he's going to get shot in the ass cheek and juice up. Yeah. Ain't no wrong with that. Baseball's very old timey in, in what they do. You know, you're, they're not they're not letting none of that stuff fly, especially not those old white guys. But, yeah, not mine, not my home run king. He's mine. I mean, record book says otherwise, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fine. But um, I, th- I think but, that's uh, gonna be so it yeah, for us tonight. Rose, yeah. I think I think Pete Rose is best player to wear fourteen overall. Finally got one. We got one. Yeah, I agree. I agree right. with you on that one. Although, <laughs> although I'm a Celtics fan. Oh, right, I got it. I got a joke. I got a joke. Okay. Okay. If it's about all me, right. if it's about me, do you, don't, right, you know, good. Do you want me to conclude and then say it at the end, or you want me, or do you want to go? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I appreciate everyone for uh, listening to the 14th episode. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I also have a uh, side account uh, streaming on Twitch, just one guy, as it's just me. Um, so you can follow that as well. And uh, we will see you next week. Um, before you say your joke, shout out uh, DB. Uh, I know DB listens every week. Uh, love you. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Uh, here we go. If Thomas was a Star Wars character, he'll be Pizza the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> bro, I'm losing weight, bro. Come Ooh. on. Later, mama. Later, y'all. See ya.